What's going on, Mindset fam? Welcome to another episode of the Mindset Podcast. This episode, without a doubt, is a little bit different than most. Gabe and I decided to take questions directly from you guys, our listeners, our followers, and answer them to the best of our ability, just Gabe and I. And it was so much fun. So many great questions were asked. Um, We definitely couldn't pick all of them, but we picked the ones that were repeated the most and really great questions. And we hope we we gave the best answers possible. So let us know how you like it. We'll definitely do some more of these Just Gabe and I episodes. So stay tuned. Before we get started, I want to go ahead and thank Popple for sponsoring today's episode. To say the least, Popple is the future of networking and they are slowly but surely killing off physical business cards as we know it. Popple is a device packaged as either a phone sticker, keychain, or even a wristband that uses NFC technology to make sharing contact info as easy as using Apple Pay. I myself have been a customer for quite some time now, and I can't tell you how convenient and easy it has been to share my info with others. I am no longer digging in my pockets for business cards thanks to Popple. Be sure to go to popple.co or click the link in the show notes to get yours today using the discount code MINDSET to get 20% off. What is up, Mindset family, all you beautiful people? We are here back with another episode. My name is Gabe, and I'm here with the one and only Anthony Valenzuela. For those of you guys who don't know, this is season eight. This is first episode of season eight. Are you excited, Ant? Oh, man. Season eight already? Already, bro. This is it's crazy, man. We're almost we're approaching two years of the Mindset Podcast. But uh, that's it's it's pretty crazy. Time flies when you're having fun. But some of you guys are probably wondering why we are alone on this episode. We don't have a guest. And that's because we're actually doing something a little different. Um, And by popular demand, you guys have been asking us some questions and you guys wanted to get some feedback from us on some specific questions you guys had on specific topics. So that is exactly what we're going to be doing on this episode. So without further ado, I think I've talked enough already. Anthony, <laughs> I think you have the, the first question of today's Q&A. That's right. And I'm so excited uh, for this, Gabe. I think this is something that we haven't done enough of. I think maybe we did this once way back when, when we got started about almost two years ago. So this is going to be fun. We got a lot, a lot of questions. I wish we could have got into all the questions today, but unfortunately, we just had to pick a few and some did overlap. So we are getting to a lot of people's um, questions that they asked us. So to get us started, we have a question uh, by Gabe Cardona, who was a, a mindset alum. We had him as a guest hey, uh, a few months ago. Yep, Gabe Cardona and also Nick asked this question, good friend of mine. The question is, how do you keep your grind and motivation going? That's that's a great one, and that's a really good one to start off with. It's a pretty difficult question. Um, but to be completely honest, I mean, I think it's safe to say that we live in this grind and like hustle culture where we're always looking for motivation. We're always looking for, you know, that inspiration to keep going. Right. And this might, you know, sound pretty, uh, pretty cliche, but honestly, I think, uh, you really have to just play the long game. Right. I think when you're passionate about something, when you have your eyes set on your why, and you know exactly why you're doing that thing, whether it's a business, whether it's you're in school, whether it's a side hustle, whether it's a relationship, right? You have to be in it for the long game. And I'm going to be really transparent here. It isn't every day that I'm motivated, right? There are some days that you wake up and you're tired. There are some days that you wake up and you're unmotivated for stuff that you have no intention on doing anything. You just want to lay in your bed and really just kind of chill, right? So I think it's safe to say that that happens to the best of us. 
And again, especially us living in this sort of hustle mentality, this hustle culture that we're surrounded by, I think it's okay to kind of, you know, tell ourselves, hey, look, I think today I'm going to take an off day. I'm going to take a mental health day, right? I think um, there's there's been so much uh, talk around mental health, and I think rightly so, right? And I think um, especially entrepreneurs, you and I talk about it all the time, man, about burnout, right? And I think mm. that's a very real thing, and I've experienced it personally where, you know, yeah. people on yeah. Instagram or people around you, coworkers or other entrepreneurs that you talk to, right? Their businesses are thriving, and they're working all day, seven days a week, working on weekends, 24 hours a day. And it's like, I need to match that, right? I need to get on that. I need to be as motivated as they are, where in reality, I've kind of, I'm in a position in my life, and this obviously might be different for you or anyone else listening, but I'm completely okay with making less money or being less successful if it means I'm going to be able to spend time with family right if it's gonna be able to give me the time of day to read a book and kind of just give that time to myself right and, and and meditate on it because i think for a lot of times for a lot of people they're just so caught up in this hustle culture that they just really want to make it today they want to make that money they want to be the first one and all these things and i've always said that i don't necessarily want to be first but i want to be best and i think in order for you to be motivated you need to be in a clear headspace, you need to be at peace and you need to really have a clear mind in everything that you're doing. Um, so I guess needless to say, you know, motivation comes and goes to me, motivation is an emotion. And it's it's something that you're just going to have to kind of work at every single day. And especially those days that you don't feel like doing something. Those are the days you'd be like, okay, like, even though I don't feel like getting up today, and I don't feel like going for a run, let me do it anyway, because you're going to feel that much better. Right. But it's again, it's just walking that line of, hey, like if I keep doing this every single day, if I keep putting myself in this situation every single day, can I make it? Can I can I really make the long haul? Because for a lot of people, and I know for me, the answer was no. Right. I was really grinding day in, day out, you know, sleepless nights. So Mm. I think that's a great question, Gabe. I think uh, it's it's definitely something that we ought to think about. And Mm. that's something that especially at our age and that if, if we can grasp that concept of, mm. of kind of just being in a healthy place mentally and not being driven by this outside culture of telling us to grind and hustle each and every day, um, I think we'll be much more happier and we'll be just as successful. So what about you? What do you think? Look, I think you're absolutely right. And if I had to choose one word, I don't know if this is two words technically, but one or two words to to answer this question, it would be self-awareness, which is what you just said. It's self-awareness. Look, you know, when I think about someone who's an extreme, like hard worker, just grind, 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 I think Gary Vee, right? That's one person that instantly comes to my mind. And then I know a lot of people uh, who, who aren't, aren't with that. They, they don't want to work that hard. They want to work life balance. They're okay with making less, but they want to be happy. They want to be with their families and that's okay. And how do you accomplish either one of those and be happy at the end of it is by being self-aware of who you are. What are your values? What do you expect out of life? Are you okay with making less, but spend more time with your family? If so, then that's okay not to be like a Gary Vee because that's that's one extreme. And I would also note that um, there's a big difference between motivation and inspiration, yeah. right? The question is, how do you keep your grind motivation going? Well, like you said, motivation by definition is something that comes and goes. 
right? You go to a TED Talk, you're motivated for maybe four hours after that TED Talk, maybe a day, maybe a week. And then it kind of go, you go back to your natural habit habits, right? Let's say, let's say you go to, uh, or you watch a, a video, a motivational video on eating healthy, right? You start eating healthy for two weeks strong. And then that third week, you kind of go back to your, to your old habits and old ways of eating. Uh, that's motivation. And there's nothing wrong with that. I think that that could be good if you know what you're consuming from, from the videos and TED Talks that you're watching or whatnot, or articles that you're reading. But I would kind of focus and, 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 want to be more in the inspirational world rather than motivational. Inspiration is something that you do that keeps you hungry, that, that you love doing, that you're passionate about. So whenever you get up in the morning, instead of saying, I got to go to work now, you instead of say, I get to go to work now because you're inspired. You, you believe in the mission of whatever you're doing. Um, that's inspiration. It, it never goes away. Motivation goes away over time. Inspiration doesn't. So my answer to that would be, number one, be self-aware. Number two, uh, realize the definition or the difference of the definition of motivation and inspiration and kind of separate the two and see what motivates you in your life and what inspires you. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. I think I'm glad you saw self-awareness because I actually read something recently and it said you can't defeat what you can't define. Right. And yeah, I yeah. think that's so good because it's it's really just speaking to, again, that generation of you know, going in day in, day out and not even knowing what's hitting them, not even knowing the current climate that they're sitting in. Right. And I think we had a, I think it was Kevin Bracey that we had on the podcast and he's for guys, for you, for the guys that don't know who he is, Kevin Bracey is a motivational speaker up in the West coast area, Sacramento area. Shout out to him doing some great stuff, but we asked him a motivational speaker. And if you guys talk to this guy, you will understand why he's a motivational speaker and we asked him, hey, like, your job is to motivate people, but what do you do when you need motivation, right? And he said, I think it was something along the lines is just like motivation. Again, it's kind of what we talked about. Motivation is an emotion, right? So even when I'm feeling down, I kind of have to rewire myself. And for that, some people might be going to the gym. It might be having a conversation with someone. I know for Kevin Bracey was getting up, getting up early and getting in the gym and listening to some loud music in the, in the morning, right. And, and getting that good workout. And that's what kind of triggered his motivation. That's what, you know, gave him that fuel again, that fire. Um, so I think just to, to end this question off a little bit is give, give you some practical tips is to f find out what fuels you, right. Find out what fuels that fire. And again, I think it's very important that you're self-aware and you know the reason why you're doing what you're doing because at the end of the day, that's what's going to keep you motivated. That's what's going to keep you inspired, like uh, like Anthony said. But a uh, great question, Gabe and uh, and Nick. On to on to question two, and that this next question is: What is the most important personality trait someone needs to be successful? Um, mm. And this is from our good friend Gato. And Ant, why don't you why don't you take that one away? Yeah, that's a great question. And it's it's a, comes at a perfect time. So I'm taking a class here at UF called leadership development, mm -hmm. which is really, it's really one of my favorite classes I've ever taken. And it's exactly what it sounds like. So they, uh, they teach you the characteristics and the traits that great leaders have. And they go back to history and they pinpoint instances where leaders have shown those characteristics and those traits yeah. and have done really great things with uh, those characteristics. And something that I've learned so far that almost every successful leader has had, uh, if not all of them have had so far and, and still continue to have today, 
is a, a characteristic that really um, people don't pay, people don't pay attention to it, and it, it's humility. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, people usually think when you talk about leadership, you think about communication, about uh, uh, charisma, and all these kind of different things. But what we're learning in class right now is that humility is probably the most important trait a leader can have. Why? Because especially now, because um, the way leadership is is looked at today is someone in a in a very lucrative position, someone that has the power, the authority to do what they want, how they want, when they want, right? And with that kind of thinking, you think that the leader calls the shots and you obey, and that's it. And those leaders that are in those powerful positions feel like they can do whatever they want. And the leaders who who don't really see the value in their followers are the ones that we see today making wrong choices, wrong decisions. And at the end of the day, their company or their organization isn't going as far as people think. Mm. The great leaders are humble. They know that they're in a leadership position to serve. They understand that. So what they do is they really take for account all of the opinions, the feedback, the constructive criticism from the community, from their followers, from everyone on how they can get better. I actually just had the, uh, the honor of interviewing the president of UF I want to say two weeks ago, and I asked him pretty much the same question, which is kind of funny. I asked him, what's the most important characteristic for a leader to have? And he said, hands down, it's humility. Mm. And he was sharing stories of other college presidents across the country that have really for a long time have been seen as the top dog, the best college presidents, uh, ranked really high among the best presidents, and they just kind of fell apart. Yeah, He was sharing the story of, when he was working at another university, uh, one of his overseers, somebody above uh, President Fox, uh, really wouldn't like feedback. He wouldn't take feedback. He, he didn't like it. It was his way or the highway. And that individual ended up not lasting very long in that institution. Um, so it just goes to show how Im- important humility is and really understanding that you're no better than anyone else. You're just in a leadership position to serve others, that that passion to serve others and and really take the organization and everyone with you to higher heights. That's good. Yeah, I think uh, humility is definitely one in my book that, you know, and I'm taking a similar class at FIU. I think it's called uh, Communication for Effective Leadership, something along those lines. And it's, it's kind of that. They're, they're explaining how there are different traits that leaders have. And obviously, communication is one. Humility is another. And there's a couple different ones like trustworthiness and, and different things like that. And I want to say one for me, a big one for me, and you kind of mentioned it there at the end is service, right? And this is something that might not be as sexy as people might think it is, right? And, and when you again, when you think of leaders, it's like you, you think of the biggest, uh, you know, the CEOs of today's generations and you think of the presidents and, and all these different icons and celebrities. And the first thing that you think of when you see them or you, you think of them isn't necessarily that they're, they're, they're servants to people, right? They're their main priority may not be to serve others. And I think I think it's very important for us to really keep in mind, again, going back to what your passion is and what your why is, you know, we're here to serve. You know, I think it was uh, one of another uh, uh, mindset alum that said, uh, Pete Schoenthal, we, we recorded with him not too long ago. And he, he said yeah. something like, to live is to serve. And ever since that episode, I, I've, I've literally written that down everywhere because I think it's so important for us to know that it truly is important that we're living to serve. And mm. I think it's, it's, it's just 
something that we need to keep in, in the back of our minds at all times. And if we live to serve ourselves, we'll never be fulfilled, right? Mm -hmm. Obsession with ourselves just leads to more dissatisfaction. And mm -hmm. that's something that our society and our generation is constantly battling because we're, again, in this social media culture that we're always looking to others. We're always, you know, comparing ourselves to other people and what they have and what we don't. And we're constantly trying to serve ourselves and trying to up ourselves. And something that I've always tried to 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 kind of model my life after is just being able to one not compare myself to others because we're all on a different path but secondly I think it's important for us to just know where we're at and and be able to serve those in front of us right even if it's the the, the lowest of the barrels you know it's if it's those people that we really don't even have any business being around right and I think especially in that service and humility kind of really they play they play a, a big role together they 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 go hand in hand so i think it's important for us to really realize that and see look no matter how important or what kind of position of leadership you're in even if you're not in a position of leadership whoever is in your circle whoever is around you it's important to serve those and uh you know anthony i'm very open about my faith and this this weekend at church uh they were actually talking about hospitality and that was something that i had never really thought was such a huge characteristic or trait of a leader right and the reason why i'm saying this is because again as a leader i think being hospitable and being open to conversing and having a conversation with people that may not be in your circle is incredibly important right and i think that's another trait that we all need to be mindful of and sometimes it takes, you know, that person that might be down or might not be having the best day to just invite them to a meal, right? Just, you know, pay for their food. Hey, man, like, well, you know, what's your day like? What, what's your week looking like? Try to speak life into their situation. And no matter how busy you might be, I know this might, uh, this might be something that might take up your time or it might be something that you, you think is, is unnecessary, but you have no idea how many, how much value you can really give to a mm -hmm. person when you take time out of your busy time, out of your busy schedule to really mm. just check in with them and see how you're doing, how they're doing. And I think that's something that a leader definitely needs to portray um, mm. uh, an effective leader, right? A good leader. I think it's something that we can all practice on. And I think it's something that we can all just be able to be coachable on and, and just ask others, hey, how can I be a better leader to you? That's a way of being hospitable also. Trying to improve yourself to really try to serve others better but uh but yeah man that's a great question yeah and while, while we're in this topic before we go to the next question i do want to note that being humble doesn't mean you're going to get stepped on being yeah. humble doesn't mean you can get taken advantage of that's something that in my personal life i always thought that's what it meant like i, I thought that because you're humble you have to get stepped on you have to get uh you know you, you can allow people to be rude to you. That's not the case at all. As I've grown up and I've had, as I've had experiences and, and been able to be in these leadership positions, I've realized that, no, you can still be humble and still have boundaries, yeah. still have, okay, you're not crossing this line. I'm still humble. I'm yeah. still here to serve you. I'm still here for the right reasons. I'm here for you. I'll listen to you as a leader, but no, you're not going to kind of drag me around and tell me what to do either. So it's a very thin line and it's very hard to decipher being humble and being stepped on. And I'd say stepped on as, as a way to say it, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, 
but I, I don't want anyone to be confused with that. So yes, it, it is absolutely possible, I think, for you to be humble and have humility and also have a boundary of what you expect from others. Very important. Yeah. Yeah. And then to, to touch on that again and to wrap up this question, I think it's important for us to know that leadership, a lot of people strive to be in positions of leadership, but they don't even understand the gravity of the role, right? They don't understand what that position comes with. And leadership, it's it's there's a big difference in, in being a follower and a leader, right? That's clear. And I think when it comes to leadership, leadership doesn't position you for greatness, but it postures you for service. It puts you in a position to serve because I'm sure if you were to sit down with the the, the most successful leaders in this country, the CEOs and, and all the big top dogs in, in today's culture, they can tell you that their job is literally being there for their employees, literally being there for their organization, being there for their their people, because that's what a leader does. Um, and I don't want to get repetitive here, but I just want that that would that for me was the biggest you know shift in mentality is that leadership doesn't put you in a position for greatness; it postures you for service. And yes, yes of course, nice. leaders are are great. Some of them are they've left legacies, right? But if you ask those people and and their families and all those people that were affected and impacted by them. It wasn't necessarily by all the mm. money they made or all the difference or all, all these things, but it was the little things that impacted their day to day. So just keep that in mind the next time you have an opportunity to be a leader for somebody. Facts. You just dropped the mic, Gabe. Just drop mic. One. Drop mic moment right there. Drop mic moment. Uh, let's go. Drop, let's go. This next question, this was a, a really fun one. I know we spent some time talking about it before we uh, recorded here. And I'm excited to hear your your answer, because you didn't tell me, it is, let's see, where is it? Okay, this one's by Rose Edward, and she asks, which guest speaker had the most impact on either one of you? Ooh, this is a good one. Yeah. How many guests have we had so far? Like, Dude, we have, we have like, close to, is this episode 70? This might be episode 70. So that probably leaves us at, like, 50 or almost 60 guests. Almost 60 guests, jeez. So that's Man. a lot of people. It's like picking your favorite child. All of them are, are excellent. But I'll, I'll let you go ahead first, Gabe. Who's, uh, who has been um, a guest that has la- left an impact in you? Oh, man. This is this is a tough one. You put me in a tough tough spot. But I, I think I have to go with uh, my guy, Matt Bodro. And mm. we had him a while back, probably around a year ago. But... He, he left such a huge impact on me, not only because of all the great things that he's doing in California with uh, Acton Placer Academy, the school that he started over there. Um, and quick little recap for those of you guys who don't know. And if you guys have a chance, go back and listen to that episode. It's a really, really good one. But a little recap on what he does and how he got started is basically his school, Acton Placer Academy, is a school. It's an educational um, institution, but it's not your traditional you know, school or high school or university, even it's kind of it really, you know, puts a, a, a trick on on students, right? And in a good way, I mean, it's it's the way he was explaining it to us is, at least for me, I grew up in public school, and I was always told what to do. And we always had this curriculum of things that we had to get done by the end of the year. And they have a similar curriculum. But the thing about their curriculum is that it's not necessarily a um, one size fits all curriculum. And that's the really, the, really the, the thing that I loved about Acton Placer was because each student, each group of kids had their own passions, they had their own interests, they had their own desires. And they were able to find those interests and those passions at an early age, because they're exposed to different things that 
unfortunately, sometimes in traditional school systems, you might not be exposed to because, you know, I get it. We all have to learn how to read and write and do math and all that good stuff. But sometimes we're not given the opportunity to take a certain class that we might fall in love with just because it isn't available to us. And that's exactly what Matt is doing. He's giving kids the opportunity to really, you know, explore their interests and see what their their loves and their passions are. Um, and the good thing about that is that everyone graduates debt free. Um, you can decide to go to a university depending on what your interests are. If you want to become a lawyer or a doctor, obviously you need specific licenses and certifications for that. Um, but a lot of times your senior year, I remember he was explaining to us that your senior year, I think you would intern in, in the specific field that you would want to be in. And I think that's so interesting. And I feel like our education system is making its way to that point. But Matt Bojo has kind of just took it, took Acton Placer and, and literally turned the education system 10 years into the future. Um, but he's, that's really what he does. And the reason why that impacted me so much is because I felt um, like, like a victim to that in high school and in, in middle school at times. And I'm sure there are millions of other kids that felt the same way. And I felt like a lot of times the educational system failed us in, in certain ways. And I'm very grateful and thankful for the parents that, that I have. And I know that you have aunt because they've blessed us and taught us and kind of held our hand in so many different areas that unfortunately people our age or even older might not even have the chance to grasp those concepts. And in that episode that we talked to him, we were really talking about how to find your passion and that it's it's really important that you try all things. And I think he mentioned something um, that Gary V uh, mentioned. I don't know if it was you or if it was if it was Matt, but he said that sometimes being lazy isn't necessarily a bad thing. And I know for me, my mom would always call me lazy when I was younger and I would just want to watch Disney Channel and do all these <laughs> these lazy things. Right. But after after he said that, I kind of thought back and when it when it came to stuff that I enjoyed and that I loved, I was not lazy. I was energetic. Right. Mm -hmm. I had all the energy in the world to, to pursue those things and to do those things. And obviously, when you're eight years old, all you want to do is watch Disney Channel and race, you know, Hot Wheels. But in today's age, when you're 20, 25, 30 years old and you're being lazy at your nine to five, it's not necessarily that, you know, you're just unmotivated. But it's that that's not something that you're passionate about. And that's something that kind of really opened my eyes to the world and to see what different things that life really had to offer. And it's not that you're necessarily lazy at something. And I think this is very like a huge key for people to really take away from this episode is just go back and, and, and look back and reflect on the things in your life to see, hey, what am I lazy in? Right. Am I lazy in my geometry class? Am I being lazy at my nine to five job? Am I being lazy uh, you know, and serving my church on Sundays, like, what are you lazy in? And I think once you identify those, those things, those areas in your life that you're being lazy, I think it'll be much easier to identify what you're not lazy in, which means those are the things that you're passionate about, that you love, that you desire, that you're interested in. And that, those are really one of the biggest takeaways that I had from that episode. And that's one of the reasons why, you know, Matt, and we talked to this day, he's a, he's a great guy. And he, again, he's doing some great things over there in California. Um, but I think I would have to say, uh, Matt Bodro was, was probably the most impactful that I've, that I've had. How about you, Ant? What do you think? I, I, I agree. Matt Bodro was an excellent, excellent episode. Uh, and he's a great guy, man. He's just super down to earth. Um, 
you, you could tell he was really invested in that episode. And yeah. he actually had Gary Vee as a guest on his podcast because he also has a podcast. Yeah. Uh, and that was a phenomenal episode. It was really cool. And and if you've been following us, the Mindset Podcast, for some time, you know that our overall goal is to have Gary Vee on the podcast. I think, Gabe, once we have him on the podcast, that's it. We can officially retire. We could end it right there. That's it. <laughs> but, no, Matt Bodro is a great one. Um, I would say the, the – the guest that has probably left the biggest impact on me, uh, without a doubt, is really Cam Dobbs. Mm. Uh, we had her pretty uh, not too long ago either. I think bef- uh, after Matt Bodro, so pretty recent, and she was excellent. I mean, she was she's a badass. I mean, she did a great job uh, sharing her emotions, sharing her story, really overall on the episode. Uh, she actually shout out to her, shout out to Cam. She just started her own podcast hey. uh, called "Play Where Your Feet Are." That famous phrase that she goes around saying she. She's very passionate about that, and she has a whole story behind that play where your feet are. And it was a, an extraordinary story how, as an athlete, she was she had to deal with injuries so often, so many times, back to back to back. And through it all, she still overcame it. Her story is just incredibly inspiring. Yeah. And and that phrase, those five words, play where your feet are, uh, that left an impact on me. That's something that I write down uh, on papers that I have, on, on, a, on little notes on my desk sometimes, just to remember that with everything that we have going on with everything that i have going on each and every day you know people require our time and our energy and homework and studying and midterms and meetings and just a bunch of stuff we have going on it's so important to understand that we are only one person as much as we would like to split it split up into five six people to be in five six different places at once we're only one person we can only play where our feet are so it, it reminds me to focus where I currently am, right? I'm, I'm recording this podcast right now. I'm not worried about the statistics tests I have on Monday. I'm not worried about the meeting I have tomorrow at 5.30. I'm fully present, fully invested. All my energy is going into this recording right now. I'm playing where my feet are. And that's something that I really will never forget and that I'm really thankful that Cam Dobbs is, is going around and sharing her story with a lot of young folks like us and going on podcasts and starting her own podcast. So kudos to her. I would definitely say Cam Dobbs. Matt Bodro, another great one too. Another great one. Um, wow, man, those are those are amazing questions. I have a question for you. Are you ready for that statistics class? Are you nope, I hate it. <laughs> Absolutely hate business stats. I don't mean to offend anyone. It's it's awful. Yeah, it's awful. Hey, but you gotta do whatever you gotta do. You gotta do what you gotta do, man. You gotta take. Talking about lazy, I am lazy when it comes to studying for stats. So I know it's not my passion. There I can you, tell you go, that. man. Let's go. <laughs> there you go. You can cross that <laughs> off the list. <laughs> Oh, man, I think uh, this was a really good episode. And I'm really glad we got the time to really answer some of these questions. And this is something that we want to do a little bit more often. Um, I know our main kind of format is really having guests and, and, and finding out their stories and learning from them. Um, and that's invaluable, right? We're going to continue doing that. You're going to continue hearing from amazing people. Um, but as our journeys continue as individuals um, and people in business, I think it's important for us to give our perspective. And I think it's also finding um, the root of why we started this podcast in the first place, right? We, we started this with the intention of reaching people um, that are our, are our age, well, I can't talk, um, that, you know, that are going through some of the same things that we're going through. And, you know, the people that ask these questions are right there with us. They're really going through life together. And I think it's important that we can find them where they are and be able to speak into their situations. And hey, if you have any advice for us, uh, we're not perfect by any means. So we'd love to to chat with you and, and see what you guys got going on. But I know that this is something that we definitely want to continue doing. 
as the podcast moves moves forward. Um, we got a lot of exciting things coming in in the works for you guys. I know uh, content has been a little dry, but stay tuned because we got some good stuff coming. Um, but I think we have one last question, and well, why don't you uh, why don't you ask that one so we can give the people what they want? Give the people what they want. That's right. We have uh, a good, good, good friend of ours and also mindset alum, Paul Duyon, who asked a very fun question. And that is, when is the next networking event? I think he's mostly asking this because he feels bad that he flaked on the first one. Oh, he missed uh, it. Not the first time he's flaked on uh, <laughs> on anything, but yeah, I think he feels a little guilty. He's probably not going to go to this one either. But anyway, he's asking. <laughs> so we got we to gotta answer his question. <laughs> When's the next networking event? event i know we had the first one not too long ago right before i came up to gainesville and that was a huge success that was a lot of fun when's the next one gabe Oof, so the next one the next one is, is quite close i don't want to give away too much um but it is gonna be in november um and all i can say is thanksgiving break so if Ooh. you're here um if you're from out of town or if you're here in miami around that week of Thanksgiving. We're going to have something really special for you guys. Like Anthony mentioned, the first mindset meetup was a huge success. So it's going to be very difficult to top that. But don't you worry, we have some really fun things uh, coming for that. And Paul, if you're listening to this, don't let us down, man. You gotta... <laughs> I'm just kidding, Paul. You're you're good. You're a great guy, man. You're a great guy. No, in all seriousness, I'm sure Paul will make it and his yeah. brother Angelo. We love those guys and really everyone that came out to that first event. Thank you so much. You guys have no idea how much that impacted us and really encouraged us to keep doing what we're doing. Um, so, yeah, man, I think uh, we have some really exciting stuff in the works with you guys for you guys. And we're probably going to have that event um, very close to the last one. So I'm not going to give any details, no locations, no you know, no dates yet because we're still finalizing those details. But uh, please stay tuned. Um, follow us on social media because we're going to be posting all about that very soon on there. But uh, I think that's it. That's all we got for today, right? That's all we got the time for. I know there's a lot more questions and maybe we can even answer those questions on the uh, stories on our mindset Instagram stories. I'd love to do that. And that we'll do this more often and we'll get to those questions. But thank you so much for everybody who submitted questions. These were excellent and, and really fun to answer and kind of drew us back in time to previous episodes that we recorded. So thank you, thank you, thank you for submitting your questions. Stay tuned for the next networking event. Like Gabe said, it's going to be uh, sometime during Thanksgiving break, probably uh, early November. We're still working out the details, but stay tuned for that. It'll be a lot of fun. And mindset out. Mindset out. You're taking my you're taking my, my words now, bro? You're taking my phrase? That's right. That's right. Yeah. Deuces. And, and it's got to go. He's got to go study for his test. <laughs> That's See you right. guys. Thank you all so much for tuning into today's episode with Anthony and I. We had so much fun recording this and I cannot wait to do another Q&A episode like this. If you enjoyed this as much as we did, please make sure you share with your friends and family. And if you don't mind, leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It really does help so much. But uh, with that being said, have an amazing week. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Mindset Podcast. We really hope you enjoyed our conversation with Mr. Gasatua. And don't forget our second networking event, our second Mindset Meetup will be December 2nd, the Thursday 
at 6 p.m. at Bay 13. We hope to see you all there and stay tuned for the next episode. What's going on, everyone? Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Mindset Podcast. We really hope you enjoyed it. It was definitely a lot of fun to record it. Stay tuned for 2022 as we come out with new episodes, more engaging episodes, and we bring more value than ever before. It's going to be a great year. And thank you all so much for supporting us, coming out to our mindset meetups. A lot to look forward to in 2022. Let's get it.